0: Hi, I'm Cory Luna, and I'm with Rich Hogben, and you're watching Patch Dispatch from Peaked, where we talk about current events in electronic music. Rich, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. You? Doing okay. (laughs) Things are all right. Uh, Got a year into my, my new company, and that's been very, very warm and rewarding. Nice.
1: Yeah, a year is a... It's a a good milestone
0: for anything new. Yeah. yeah cool it's been nice so i'm looking forward to uh continuing on and and uh hopefully grow from there but we'll we'll see how that goes though so, we recently it is september 14th and on the day that we're recording in 2023 and knobcon just happened last week and there was some really great people out there that a lot of my friends were out there. Unfortunately, I couldn't, I couldn't get work off, but I saw some wonderful new products coming out. I know that uh, the Discord channel, uh, the Golden Shrimp Guild had a booth there and did some performances. I think I saw a wonderful performance by your opponent who you have uh, probably heard our podcast interview with on North Beats Podcast. And it looked like a really fun time. Uh, before we get further into that let's give us some updates on what's going on with peaked rich uh, we have a new domain name tell us about that
1: yeah um peaked uh our website used to just be mostly a page of you know links to youtube and we had an older domain it was peaked.page uh and uh when we launched the new website for technical reasons, we dropped that domain and I grabbed peak.website because that was available. Um uh but I, I don't think I put much thought into it. So yeah, we've got a new domain, peak.fm. Um it's a little more relevant, I guess, to what we're doing. Uh that was also one of your favorites. I know we talked about some some other options. Um yeah, FM is,
0: is, I think, a good one. FM is brief and has a good music reference. Right, right.
1: Yeah, so that's live. Um, Google's just going through and mapping old pages to the new pages. Um, but, yeah, that's going. And uh, we also updated the homepage. Um, it's a little more... Uh, article relevant. So when it opens, you see articles versus before where we were showing more of like links. Um, and that again was sort of a decision where the site was new, there wasn't a lot of content and it was mostly, you know, let's fill the page with something. <laughs> um, but yeah, now we've got some pretty good articles on there. Um, and uh, one of the articles that's featured is is uh, is one of yours. So you, you just published this
0: one. Yeah, so last week on Tuesday, It was September 5th, and I had set up a month ahead of time to to go see this show. And it was uh, a nerdcore show with Mega Ran and MC Frontalot with the opening act, Alice Knows Karate. It was held at DNA Lounge, and I had previously contacted uh, the media contact. I think it's Tiny Robot. Media. I could be wrong about that. I'll have to double check that name, but I'm pretty sure it was that. Um, and so I spoke to Steve Albright of that. Sorry, Steve. I spoke to Steve Albertson and asked if I could come to the show on September 5th. And right away he said yes, as I, I gave him my credentials as showed what you and I do on Peaked, and that I told them I would like to do uh, an article about it and take some uh, nice photographs of the show. So I got, so September 5th, my partner and I went out to DNA Lounge and it was actually in the smaller space, which I had never been in there before, and had a wonderful time. Spoke with MegaRan, MC Front a lot. Got some really great photos. It was the first time I'd ever taken my new 85 millimeter lens out to anywhere. I just got in the mail maybe a few days ahead of time. So that was actually, really made a big difference in just being a event photographer and using a closer up lens like that. It made a really good difference. And I think the the lens, the, the actual glass of this lens really has some bright colors in it. which really made a great difference in how the photographs came out. And it was a really, I was really enthusiastic to actually write this article because nerdcore is dear to my heart and it's part of the bay area's culture of music and has and but did not just that but it it goes beyond because MC Frontalot is one of the first people to really coin the phrase and come out doing what's known as nerdcore and i think his first album was in 1999 and he's continuously put albums out i think the most recent one was 2019 that's at least published on his Bandcamp page. And that was a really... F- and if you've ever heard MC Front a lot or if you've even read his lyrics, you'll know how to the point he is with these wonderful messages he's rhyming just fluidly. And he's got a background in engin- in, you know, uh, programming engineering. And it shows with his lyrics as so much of, his in- of uh, what he talks about is the use of technology and how it's affecting us individually. And it's really fun. It's it's really catchy, it's fun, and and also kind of gives you a sense of caution when you go back, when you come out of the show and think about the technology and how it's affecting us as the past 20 years really shows how much social media has affected our culture and and a lot of that's in his lyrics he goes beyond that too and there's some other really fun ones that he does and then negaran fantastic guy got a lot of he's got so much range because he even has a background in chorus singing from church and it really shows in his voice because he's a fantastic rapper but can also sing brilliantly and all of his and he's best known for Coming up in Nerdcore is doing uh, raps about Mega Man. He even has a, a uh, Guinness World Record for writing the most raps about Mega Man games, which is pretty cool. And if you read his book, uh, I think it's uh, Dream Master From the Stoop to the Stage to the Stars uh, by Jar- by Raheem Jarbo who is Mega Man talks about uh, his coming up, and it's really brilliant on how he really broke through. And I first came aware of him back in maybe 2009 is probably when I first heard him. And yet he's been making records since 2006. So it took a little while for him to get going, but he's been going really strong for over a decade now. And I'm really impressed to see how much he's grown. And his new album, Buddy's Magic Toy Box, was his main uh, material for the show and again like hit, if you know Megaran's style he never swears in his lyrics which is i think part of his being an educator background and i think also maybe possibly because how he was raised as well and it really shows with his lyrics and the other part of his new album is he was inspired by being a new dad and right. he and his wife have a foster kid and he's so proud of the kid and just it's it has become his world, it seems. And all of those songs are about, you know, are songs that are geared to be for children. And, and the raps, there's a ska song on there. He's got a lot of range. And it was amazing because we were, when I was writing the article, I was talking to my partner about this because Megaran actually had everybody sit down in the theater as he sat at the edge of the stage and sang one of his songs. And it, we felt like in the, in the audience, like we were being brought into congregation. Although my partner, you know, as I, I didn't write it like that in the article, there is a never, there's a different phrase I use. So it sounds less, uh, less angelical and more inclusive in the way that I wrote it. But it's, uh, I hope, everyone gets a chance to read it. Uh it's called Transmetronerdian, Nerdian, which is a reference to Transmetropolitan, really great uh late 90s early 2000s comic book from from DC.
1: Yeah, it's featured on uh, it's featured on the peak homepage right now. Um yeah, the photos turned out really good. Um oh, thank you. I like how they're very colorful but uh you know, it still has that dark look to it, which is hard to do. I think um yeah, so definitely check it out. Um, and, and
0: then, then
1: what? what uh, I know there was a new um, a new
0: Neuroblast zine edition. That's right. Our James, our friend James Symes of Isotope Comics, just put out a new uh, Neuroblast edition of his disc zine called Cyberdelia, and he did it with. I actually went down to his comic book shop this past week. I think on, on maybe on Tuesday, chat with him for a little bit and got some information about how he crammed all this information within a three week period in a rush to get this zine, the special edition out so that he could have it ready for a screening of the 1995 film Hackers at DNA Lounge (laughs) uh, this past week, uh, past week Uh ago. So he he did that, and unfortunately I couldn't make it out. But uh, it sounded it sounded so fun. He said that the owner had actually set up like uh, he had set up uh, rollerblade tracks throughout. Oh, nice. I guess like maybe like on the sides of like the theater, which I can't imagine <laughs> doing that. I wonder how many people over. were rollerblading. I wish I was. That sounds like so much fun because that's straight out of Hackers. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Now, he's got some really fun articles. He's always got got some some... fantastic information on there that I don't want to spoil on here because you should go check out Neuroblast's Cyberdelia edition. And if you... I have the
1: internet archive link open. Um, Now I'm showing... Okay. Yeah, you have to open the app and then the folder (laughs) and then... Which one of these launches the HyperCard? Oh, boy. Read me. There's a read me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's probably the one that says HyperCard. Yes. Let's see if it works. (laughs) I probably should have had it started up. It took a while to boot the Macintosh. Oh, my God. I'll let it run for a little bit and see. Oh, no, no, now I just launched the HyperCard app. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully someone that's more familiar with, I did it before, I don't remember what how I got to it. Um, yeah, we'll post the uh, internet archive link um, to the Cyberdelia editions if you wanna check it out.
0: Um, cool. Yeah, and uh, he, has a as as the first edition, he had also physical floppy disks to to pick up at ISTEP Comics. Now I picked up at one in a an orange floppy disk for myself. So if anyone goes down to ISTEP Comics, you can get a cop a physical copy of the disk zine of Neuroblast. Nice. So if you have you know a a grape colored G two Mac, I think it is. Mm-hmm. You can actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's and also so let's go back to KnobCon that happened just this past weekend. A lot of cool stuff out there. A lot of cool vendors. Uh, Rich, uh, I know. I know that you and I couldn't make it out there, but I'm sh- we both watched a couple of videos of reviews of who was there. And some of the featured gear. What was some of the items that stood out to you?
1: Um I'd have to say, I mean, I'd agree with what you kind of uh picked up on. Um I I, I you know, I would have liked to have gone too. You you've been to
0: Chicago before, right? Like, I've been to Chicago a few times, unfortunately, never specifically for Novcon. Right. I mean that's something I think we should definitely
1: plan on maybe next year i don't know um
0: yeah 2024 peak did not gone. that should easily happen <laughs> um i mean i I watched, I watched some of the walkthrough videos you know of people
1: that were there and um you know all the uh, modular manufacturers and synth manufacturers have their booths set up um I, li- I think I liked seeing a lot of the smaller stuff, you know, like, you know, obviously Moog is there and 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 some of the bigger manufacturers, but um, you get to kind of you get face time and you get to meet some of the manufacturers maybe you haven't heard before, you know. Um, I think that's kind of cool. Um, there was one piece I don't know if you saw any pictures of it. I think it was called like modular for the masses. It was. It looked, I did they not. They looked like these weird cans. Um, and it was all like wires and cables and blinky lights. And I don't know if it made sound or not, but I kept I kept seeing that pop up in people's feeds.
0: Um, maybe I'll show a photo of it if I can find it later. Um, that was pretty I cool I did looking. see that. I, did, I watched um, Jeremy's video of uh, who is Red Means Recording. Watched his 20 minute video, which is mostly of Nobcon and then also the, uh, the Chicago Zoo he went to. Yeah, uh, he might've shown a, a quick drive-by of it um i'm pretty sure he actually caught some footage of it again just video i don't think there was any audio that i could that i could hear no um yeah he was doing kind of a walkthrough
1: but um he also mentioned the the one you mentioned which was the the new module from 1010 music uh
0: the, the blue box that's right the uh the blue box mi- mixer from 1010 1010- Music, and it's been a popular desktop item where you can. It's it's designed to work with a modular system, Eurorack specifically, with using the uh the Athens uh, jacks. Mm-hmm. And this is a now an update to that, where instead of it being a desktop, now it's a Eurorack edition. So it's got extra inputs. It actually has two USB C inputs on the face and you've got your in out uh, for uh, midi which is always important and i think is also a really nice feature that has remained on there and the biggest thing to me is having you two usb inputs on the front of the panel that makes a lot of sense and it features that you can it also has i believe uh four outputs for audio which i believe was also on the original one as well but it's nice that you can actually have you can Record in and out and send audio at the same time it makes a lot of sense and I believe that the USB-C allows you to record directly to a a a computer or at least send a signal to your computer while also recording on the SD card
1: yeah I like that we're finally getting (laughs) USB-C more more often than than not Um, yeah, the, the blue box, uh, some of the, the product line is a little confusing to me because they have that desktop version, which I think is, I think the mixer is called the black box or no, it's the black box. No, they have well, the,
0: the black box is the sampler,
1: the sampler. And then in the module world, they have the bit box, which is the sampler, your rack version, yes. which is sort of like the That's black right. box, but not. Maybe it's a little different. Maybe that's why they didn't carry this, the name over. But this one they did. They're both called Blue Box,
0: right? Right. It just says blue box edition. do uh, you know rock edition is, is how it's referred to.
1: Right. But the bitbox sampler, maybe it's a little too different from the desktop version. So maybe that's why it's named
0: differently. That could It could be. It's a good point. Uh, let's investigate on that and maybe cover that in an article.
1: Yeah. But I like that these, you know, we're getting these larger mixers um even though i'm not too big of a fan of throwing the mixer in the rack just it takes up a lot of space but i can get it if like you want to have everything (laughs) in your box um this looks like a really good option i like that yeah i like the touch
0: screen and stuff um it's just convenient you know um it's a pretty big display it's 30 hp which does for your rack is rather than
1: having a big display that's just taking up space i mean obviously you can look at it but when you turn it into it and something you can touch, it's a little more. Uh, it makes more sense, I guess, as far as the space it takes up.
0: Um, yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm excited that that's going to be coming out in October of 2023. So next month uh, that we should start seeing some of that popping up on on uh, some of your favorite places to buy modules and jobs. Cool. And then, and I know our friend uh, Evan Buswell, who creates New System Instruments, was also at KnobCon. So I'm glad, I'm always glad, and it's, he's been there before, but I'm glad that he's still doing it and he's uh, making the trade shows. And of course, Zwab uh, Modular was at KnobCon because he's he's uh, based out of, a, I think he's based out of Schomburg actually. Um, so I'm sure he was out there with his wonderful analog mo- modules. Yeah, yeah, it
1: definitely would be a fun thing to do
0: next year, for
1: sure. I think we'll have to plan on that. Plus that, the, you know, Chicago a bit makes it easier.
0: Like yeah, my you, partner, you know, uh, where to get the good the area,
1: you know, where to get the good hot dogs, the ones with the, the pickle and the tomato.
0: <laughs> yeah, Chicago hot dog. Yeah. Uh, funny thing is, is my partner still says the best place to get it is in the park.
1: In the park, like from uh, a vendor? Yeah,
0: like from a vendor. it's like the best way to do it. I can get that.
1: It's like the street tacos thing in LA. Like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one other item I wanted to bring up today was the, was an, a product called MixTape. And it look looks like from the URL, it's from a company called Paul Things, which I believe is just one developer on this product. And to me, I really like this product because it's nostalgic, but also is an update to with contemporary technology. The mixtape being an actual cassette tape, an audio cassette tape has features where it becomes uh, an audio player of digital formats. It actually covers almost I believe every format there is it's not just mp3 it does AAIC. I believe it does it might do wave it's pretty impressive on the amount of, of uh, formats it it plays it has a touchscreen on it, it has a USB uh, macro micro SD card in there right it reminds me of the you know like the old tape deck
1: adapters you used to be able to get. Like if your, oh, car, yeah, if your car. car had a tape player, you could get an adapter that would go in and then you could. it had an aux jack that you could plug into your phone. So uh, I guess out, yeah. they're, they're using that same technology, right? But now, of course, nowadays, everything is so miniaturized, you can pack in not just the tape adapter, but a battery, the screen, a PCB board, memory, a USB-C connector, <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Um, is this a Kickstarter? Or I believe he started out as a Kickstarter. I don't think he's, it could be up there. I haven't been on Kickstarter in a minute, but that's a good question.
1: You you can actually can like, can you, are they shipping? I believe so. Let's have a look. Yeah, I'm on the site now. I'm looking, oh, okay. Wait, (coughs) it's not, oh, okay. It's a hundred, it's $60. Okay. I mean, that's kind of crazy.
0: That's surprisingly I mean 60
1: bucks for is. yeah it comes with a case um a cable stickers yeah I mean, it's pretty decent I mean wow I mean I guess you can just use it as like sort of an mp3 player ish kind of deal like you don't have to use the tape part right but you could
0: correct you could just uh I believe it has a headphone jack in it so it can just be a portable music device by itself. That's interesting. And then, and I, I don't know if you could actually put this into a tape deck.
1: No, I think oh, you I'm can. Saying. I think that's-
0: I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's, it's- Oh, it comes with a tape deck. It comes with a portable cassette player.
1: Right, there's two versions, right? I think the other version, <laughs> yeah, you can buy the, the full package. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it really is those old adapters but just packed with other <laughs> packed with other stuff. It's cool. Interesting. Where oh, did you find this thing?
0: I heard about this on Instagram actually. It was just kind of popped up in my feed one day and and I've actually been following this guy for maybe a year or so and I've reached out to him once or twice but yeah, I think he's been ducking me. That's okay. I still enjoy his products and maybe hopefully he'll Talk to me one day.
1: Yeah, if somebody has one or knows about it, maybe write some comments and let us know uh, how it is. That'd
0: be cool. Cool. Yeah, it's a fun product. All right. Well, Rich, I think we have uh, covered a little, quite a bit for what happened at NobCon, what's going on with Peaked with our new uh, Peak FM URL, and. Uh, wonderful nerdcore article for all the lovable people that loves any everything that's about video games and science and education
1: yeah for sure um and uh hopefully we have some new content coming we've got a secret project we're working on this weekend (laughs) we (laughs) do we have so (laughs) hopefully it works out
0: (laughs) hope so and in the meantime uh people should uh, hopefully everyone can gives a chance to check out uh shabalba's new remix of her album on our new podcast uh, seismic audio podcast which i believe is on how many how many places have we posted that it's on spotify itunes podcast and yeah and
1: and the website and our website everything's always always on the website um but yeah Spotify and Apple um Google Podcasts I can't figure it out uh they're weird this the fact that you can't (coughs) submit they have to find the content is like really aggravating so um it's still not working it's, it's like, oh, we, haven't, we don't know about this thing yet. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess you're not going to show it then. I don't know how long it takes, Whoa, months, six months. It's crazy. Um, but whatever, I don't, I don't know who, who uses that anyways. Um, and then Google would probably kill it off in a matter of years Any, anyway. so
0: And then everyone can also listen to a wonderful interview I, I did with uh, the artist Sarah Turner, who does a lot of video art primarily. And that was a really fun interview. So please check that out on North beats podcast.
1: Yep. And, uh, do you know who's coming up next? Do you want to say, or see a secret?
0: Our, actually, I'm going to be talking to, uh, uh, Sheena dot wave. Oh, okay. I'll be actually speaking with her tomorrow. So I'll be, so for October, that will be our guest on North beats podcast.
1: Okay, cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Also, Excellent. tomorrow I'm hanging
0: out with the uh,
1: SoCal Synth Society
0: for, Ooh, what's for going on with uh,
1: that? a little event in Pasadena. Uh, <clears throat> they have a uh, synth dad was um, visiting again, I think, you know, because he was at KnobCon probably. Um, and he's going to be in California tomorrow. So they're doing just a little event. You know, he's going to play a couple other people. Um, that's floating around. That the if you're in LA or nearby, there's an RSVP for it uh, on our Instagram. So check that out if you have time tomorrow. It's in the, it's later in the evening. Around uh, I think I think it starts at eight. So that'll be fun. i
0: will look forward to hearing about that. All right. Well, this has been Patch Dispatch. I'm Corey Luna and Rich Hogben. Good night. Thanks. Hey.